Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. It's time to get smart with 630 Chad. Would you believe? You could win a brand new Sonos One Gen 2 smart speaker. Get ready to visit 630Chad.com because here is your get smart code word. Today's get smart code word. And loving it. And loving it. Go to 630Chad.com. Enter that on the contest page. We're going to have our next winner tomorrow during 6.30 Ched Mornings with Daryl McIntyre. There it is. And loving it. The get smart, well, I guess code words for today. Good stuff. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Islanders all over the Canadians. It's 4-0 in the second period. Also in the second, Lightning leading the Maple Leafs 1-0. Bruins up 2-0 on the wings. The Senators have scored. Brady Kachuk with the goal, but they still trail the Golden Knights 3-1. Florida, 8-0-1 on the season, leading the Capitals 3-1. And the Penguins are up 2-1 on the Flyers. All those games in the second period coming up in about half an hour. It's the Stars and the Flames. Of course, the Oilers tomorrow, 5 o'clock face-off show, game at 7.30, extended face-off show, as we will bring you the Kevin Lowe jersey retirement ceremony. Thursday night football, it's the 2-5 and five Jets up against the 3-5 and five Colts, and it's scoreless four and a half minutes into the first quarter. All right, well, that was a fun one last night at Rogers Place. Uh, the Oilers winning again 5-2 over the Nashville Predators. And if you've probably seen this on social media by now or on television or wherever you get your images, the bison head guy in the corner to the right of the visiting team's net, there was a fan wearing a bison head and an Oilers scarf and a Finland jersey. Of course, Jesse Pugliarvi, who's Finnish in the, uh, during training camp, posted a picture of himself at Elk Island Park with a bison in the background and uh, people started calling him the bison king and this fan rolled with that. So I said on overtime open line, Hey, bison head guy, if you're listening, give us a call. So Mike, the bison head guy didn't need call in. Well, I was working during Halloween and everybody in town loves Jesse Bully Harvey. So but I just have a little fun, mix it up tonight. This, this old Finland Jersey has been getting a little bit of dust on her. It's time to take it out. Are you wearing the bison head as you drive home? <laughs> yeah, you should see the looks I'm getting on the handy. <laughs> okay, tell, tell me about the bison head. Where did that come from? Uh, a little bit of extra time at work. Uh, internet shopping's a bad thing when you're not busy. Okay, well, where do you work? <laughs> Can you tell us? You're not getting that out of me right now. <laughs> okay, so you, you ordered that bison head online? Yeah, I ordered that online from a Halloween store. <laughs> and it looked like you have two eye holes sort of in the bison top of the nose. Yeah, it was tough and hot. <laughs> Did you take it off at all tonight? 
I took it off in the second when they were on the other end, but you guys should have saw the first. It was hilarious. Uh, I could see Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl talking and looking over towards <laughs> us, and that gave us a little chuckle too. And how come you own a, you own a Finland national team jersey? Uh, my ex-wife's family was all Finnish, and we were together for quite a while. 13, 15 years, so I learned all about the culture and everything from over there. Uh, we actually got to know Yanni Rita and Tony Salmalainen really well. Huh. And I, I, I take it the, the fact that it had a lot of dust on it is the due to the fact that it was ex-wife? <laughs> yeah, she got my money, I got a Finland jersey. <laughs> is there a name on the back of that jersey? Uh, no, but there might be Bison King on there when we go to the playoffs. Oh, you should put that on there for sure. Have you been to a lot of games this year? Uh, as much as I can, yeah. With uh, COVID and everything else, it makes it a little difficult. I was actually just down in Vegas, too. Oh, good. Well, Bison Head is different than wearing a mask, but I guess still effective against COVID. So are you a season seat holder? Are those your regulars? Uh, no, I picked them up with a buddy tonight. And that's why I thought I'd put on a little bit of a show. Now, why didn't your buddy dress up? <laughs> I don't think he knew I was going to. He might not have came if I told him I was wearing that tonight. That's awesome. Uh, any, any thoughts on the game? Or, hey, you're talking to Rob Brown. You got any questions for Rob? Oh, just love the game. Love listening to you guys on the radio. Thought Koski was good tonight. Power play was good. I didn't really care too much about those last two calls towards the end. Uh, how do you guys feel about those two? Well, yeah. that was goalie interference on Fogel. Yeah. I mean, both his feet were in the crease. That one was an easy okay. call. And, and, they, and Ryan. Actually, they were, both, they were both calls. But it uh, here's my question to you, or here's what, my, what I have to say to you. You do know that the Oilers are undefeated when you wear a bison head to the game. Now, I knew I, you guys were going to set me up like this. Yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> they've never lost when you've worn a bison head. So, I mean, I'm not sure how big a fan you are, but this could be the difference between a Stanley Cup and possibly not winning at all. Oh, you'll, you'll see her coming out for the playoffs, guaranteed. <laughs> I'll promise you that. All right, so that's Mike, the bison head guy. Hopefully not the last we have heard from him who called Rob and I on overtime open line last night as uh, – <laughs> That, that 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 was something. I, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad we got him on the show, and that was a, a unique look from a fan. Absolutely, and uh, we're <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about uh, tomorrow's game, and well, who knows what else with Dave Maloney, who's kind enough to join us tonight, color analyst for the Rangers on MSG Radio. Dave, you're on with Reed. A pleasure to have you back on the show, man. How are you doing? Doing well. It's kind of nice. Uh, we're getting closer to normal in the NHL and uh, all that good stuff. And the hockey's been pretty good so far. And and uh, actually looking forward to tomorrow night's game. I think it'll be a real test for the Rangers. Well, I want to talk to you about that. And, and obviously with sports fans, uh, somebody wearing a bison head to a hockey game is fairly normal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you played... Uh, yeah. you, you played... Uh, you know, over 700 games in the NHL playoffs and regular season combined. You, you played in a, a, a in front of a passionate fan base like the New York Rangers, uh, and you would have played uh, on the road against a lot of teams that didn't like the New York Rangers. Any any fan costume or behavior or sign or something like that that still uh, stands out to you uh, years later? 
Yeah, well, there were there was a guy, and I, I don't remember, uh, I can't remember specific signs. There was a guy in Philly, east behind uh, the visitors' net. He had he would he would post signs, but the story doesn't mean anything if I can't remember what was on the sign. <laughs> then okay. they had the guy, Crazy George. Crazy George was a guy, and you could you would see him at NFL games too. He was in Denver, and he used to lean over the glass and bang a drum. And uh, remember, I had a bit of a conversation with him. Uh, but there's fanatics all over, right? I mean, that's uh, and the guys that stand out, Mike with the bison head. That was Mike the bison headed guy, right? That you were just talking to. Yeah. 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 You know, guys like that, you, you might want to keep them away from the children and stuff, but. You know, all, it's all good. They, uh, you know, it really is. I mean, every every uh, hometown has its core of uh, fans that uh, really take it to heart, and uh, and that's what makes a lot of the fun about the games. Uh, our our sport is a pretty passionate one to begin with, and the people that get involved are passionate. So it's all good. All right. So when you played for the Rangers, who were the Rangers fans harder on? the visiting team or the Rangers if they were having a bad night? <laughs> yeah, well, that would, uh, it's interesting. It, it, depending on where you were in your career, if you were younger, you were the next, the next one. And then they kind of backed off until you got like mid-career and then you weren't the next one. And then you'd hear it, hear it from the uh, hometown crowd. And then the, by the end and then into retirement, you become one of the greatest players ever. That would be my personal experience of the fandom. You know, it's it's interesting to, um, it's funny because when the Rangers won the Cup in 94, uh, I was actually at Game 7, and I was late for work the next day, and I worked at a, uh, a Wall Street firm. I worked a big trading trading floor, and when I walked in, I got a standing ovation coming in. And to me, um, which, of course, I was out of the game by nine nine years by then but to me it really was indicative of of how passionate how deep the fan base is in new york and they really do treasure especially the older school teams i mean they haven't had nearly the success when you look at the devils and the islanders but the rangers yankees knicks giants seem to hold you know they hold uh, a lot in the history of the city and the sports and the town so it's uh but to answer your question, when the Islanders come in, they they would get it pretty good. The Flyers would get it pretty good. You know, the typical rivalries would be uh, right on the on the tongue of uh, the locals. So it was fun, made for passionate passionate night in the Garden. Yeah, uh, obviously the game tomorrow. It's going to be a fun matchup. But obviously, uh, Kevin Lowe is getting honored before the game as well. His number four is going to be retired. Uh, your careers uh, overlapped by about six seasons. I know the Rangers and Oilers would have only played each other three or four times uh, a year when you were in the league. But uh, just maybe, maybe uh, just your thoughts on on Kevin Lowe. I don't know if you have a memory or or even a connection uh, since you guys have both retired. Well, uh, we actually, I remember, uh, became uh, somewhat friendly. We were both player reps and uh, players' meetings in uh, Nassau after the 79 season. And uh, got to know, you know, I, I got to meet him there and hung out and had a couple uh, beers with him and stuff. And thought he was really, really a good dude. And then, you know, he, of course, he was here in 94. 
And uh, to, to say I extensively know Kevin uh, might be a bit of an overstatement, but I, I would know him well enough to have a conversation with him and certainly respected him as a player. I mean, he was, uh, you know, he was every bit. I know there's a, a bit of uh, uh, being made that it's taken so long for his jersey to get up into the Raptors in, in Edmonton, but uh, he sure was a good player, a passionate player, and an important part of uh, one of the great dynasties in the history of our league. So, and he was here, and he was an important guy, you know, in 94 when they won, and, and um you know, he's one of those ex-Oilers who had that championship uh, pedigree and was an important important part of the story. So congratulations to him. He was always, I always thought he was a really good dude and a good player. Yeah. Dave Maloney joining us tonight on Inside Sports, Rangers analyst for MSG Radio. Okay, so tomorrow, 6-2-2 two two Rangers, great start. 8-1 and one Edmonton Oilers, great start. A uh, lot of, uh, you know, when you got good teams, you got a lot of players having good individual seasons. I got to start in goal. Igor Shesterkin. Yeah. Now, I guess, uh, or maybe you know, I'm not sure who's going to play tomorrow. They got a back-to-back. Eye-popping numbers. 1.85 goals against average. 943 save percentage. I- I've seen some people already proclaiming uh, Igor Shesterkin, Dave, is the best goalie in the NHL. Tell us a bit about him. Well, he really is. Um, he 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 took the city uh, by storm in the COVID-shortened season when he got called up in February, and he was brilliant. He uh, and he's gotten he, he fits and starts. He's been injured. He's been injured a little bit. Uh, got injured going into the bubble. Didn't play. Only played the uh, fourth game when they got uh, lost to Carolina in the bubble, and then. Um, Really didn't really hit his stride in the shortened season, uh, but boy, oh boy, he's resorted back to that guy who first came up here, and he he moves unbelievably well. Um, he he reads the play well. All these guys are athletes now in goal. You know, for the longest time, you know, the guy that was put in goal a lot of time was the most unathletic guy, and that's certainly not the case anymore. What he, he um, again, he competes. He does the thing that will be, uh, you know, will. Determine he's only 60, uh, just in the 50s in, in his NHL career. So he's had three big skates to fill with Hendrik Lundqvist's um, uh, run on Broadway. Uh, but boy, oh boy, he's been he's been the difference to the Rangers' record uh, uh, as, as opposed to you know being a 500 club. He's been absolutely spectacular. He's electrifying to watch. He handles the puck really well. He's not really. You know, a lot of these newer goaltenders, new generation goaltenders are 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", you know, 210, 15, 20 pounds. He's about 6'1", about about 85, but uh, he really is. He has been the key player at the start for this Ranger team. I'm looking forward to seeing Adam Fox uh, play in person, mm-hmm. Norris Trophy, mm-hmm. uh, new contract, uh, and, you know, no letdown after last season. He's leading the team in scoring with 11 points in 10 games, and, and, and he's only 23 uh, years of age. I mean, what an incredible story Adam Fox is. Yeah, it really has been. A, um, uh, you know, there was a kid who was originally drafted by Calgary, um, and then was traded to Carolina, and he let both franchises know that he really didn't have much of an interest in signing in either. He was going to play out his collegiate career, and, and uh, he's a New York guy from Long Island but grew up a Ranger fan, and that's where he wanted to play. So, um, And really, he, um, you know, you watch the great ones play, and they, they think the game differently, they execute the game differently. 
Um, and he's he's one of those great. His 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 he reminds me again. I'm, I'm, it's a little um, I'm a little hesitant to say he reminds me of Gretzky. Only he only reminds me of Gretzky because the sum of his parts aren't. If you take his individual parts, they aren't overwhelming. Like Wayne wasn't a great skater, right? He, he really wasn't strong. He really wasn't, you know, on a relative basis. He didn't overpower anybody, but he was his, the six inches between his right and left ear made all the difference. And that is exactly Adam Fox. He just, um, and he defends with his brain. He really does. He, he just, uh, you have to watch him to really appreciate him. If you, you have to see him game in and game out. Because he'll he'll do things uh, with the puck. He'll he just has that extra, you know. A lot, a lot of the great ones too have that extra sense of timing, right? You know when to hold it, how long to hold it, you know when when to get in position to make a play defensively or offensively. And he's been, you know, he's been terrific. He has been um, every bit as he was a year ago. Uh, and even better. So um, he is fun to watch. And that's the thing. He's not going to jump out at you like you watch when you watch Connor McDavid play. You go, oh, my God. Can anybody stop that guy? And, you know, you throw Dreisaitl in the mix, too. Um, they're going to jump right out at you. But if you're paying attention and you watch Adam Fox, you're going to be, you know, really, really pleasantly entertained by how he plays this game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, it's going to be a special night at Rogers Place, I think, Dave. Hey, thanks for making time for the show. I missed you last season when the Oilers and Rangers didn't uh, didn't get to play each yeah. other, so I appreciate you jumping on again, man. Yeah, anytime. It should be fun tomorrow night. Have fun and keep up the good work. We'll see you down the trail. Right on. That is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dave Maloney checking in from MSG Radio, Oilers and Rangers tomorrow night. Inside Sports on Chet. Interesting this week hearing from people who played with Kevin Lowe, were coached by Kevin Lowe. I got to talk to Kevin himself on the face-off show last night. We'll have a chunk, of, a chunk of that interview coming up a little bit later on. We had Mac T on on Tuesday. I talked to Andy Moog on Monday. Uh, Stoff, uh, uh, he's going to have Yari Curry tomorrow. And he had Mark Messier on Oilers Now today. That's why we're here again tonight celebrating a guy that... Uh... You know, might not have had the best statistics uh, to ever, but he won six Stanley Cups, and he was the, uh, you know, the real one of the real leaders on the team. And uh, he changed his game because he recognized that, uh, you know, being a guy to compliment Paul uh, and be a, a guy that we could use to kill penalties and shut down opposing teams' uh, offenses uh, was of great value to our team. He did it selflessly, and 
and uh, why he's being recognized uh, tonight and obviously later in the month in, in Toronto in the Hall of Fame. Blake Derbitt coming up inside sports on Chet. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.